Howdy folks, it's Monday, March 19th, 2012. I'm Skip Reddertail, your Otter Editor, and this is episode 27A of the Bad Dog Book Club. One of the things I like to do from time to time on the book club is ask authors who've already had a story with us if they would recommend somebody, if they have a favorite story, a favorite author that they'd like us to feature. This is exactly what I did with White Yodi, and he said, I want to run this story from Fiora Meridian, and could I read it for you? So that's exactly what we have today. Our story is Poison by Fiora Meridian. It is read by White Yodi and enjoy. Toonses and I will be back to discuss it next week. Poison by Fayero Meridian Read by White Yodi The Scaleburn Tavern of Weragar Minor was famous all across the avant-garde for being one of the most violent, ill-reputable, dirty, dingy, nasty places in all of inhabited space. Mercenaries and assassins skulked in the shadows, smugglers talked up the ludicrous speed of their freighters, and pirates gathered to deal under the table. That it served the best Rondon Marserai in all of space was just a little bonus for Kiernan Treplin, who sipped at the thick black liquor. The rhino stood an imposing seven feet tall, his gray hide crossed and crossed again by thousands of scars. One didn't become the leader of one of the fringe's largest pirate operations without dirtying himself along the way. He'd killed his way to command those beneath him. He'd clawed his way to the second-in-command position beside Fender Ragna. He'd fought his way out from the Jade Claw Pirate Group's main base out in the fourth moon of Skeritor's Prime when Fender had gotten himself captured by the fucking wolf they'd employed as a data slicer for the better part of a couple months. Treplin himself had shot down the three others that had tried to take control of his fucking organization when they challenged his assumption of control over the Claw. That was why most of those scars were covered up, concealed by the jet black body armor he wore. It covered every inch of his body from the neck on down. It made movement difficult, but it was thick enough to block even a charged particle beam from military-grade blasters. The rhino was the only one in the claw to have such armor. He was the only one strong enough to carry its considerable weight. The sound of a single blaster bolt echoed throughout the tavern, and Treplin's head turned along with everyone else's. His dark brown eyes locked on the little rabbit female in one of the dank corners of the room as she lifted both of her paws. A hint of steam rose up from the Transtech KX series blaster pistol in her grasp, and the body of a very dead tiger tumbled out from the booth she sat at. His face wasn't quite there anymore, All that was left was a charred hole. He wouldn't pay up, the rabbit said, her voice light and melodic and completely out of place with the violence she just casually inflicted upon her target. She began to lower her blaster again, and she tucked it into a hip holster as the other patrons of the tavern turned back to their own affairs. The rabbit wasn't there for them, after all. Even as Treplin let his own hand drop to the table again, the repeater rifle strapped to his back was surprisingly easy to draw even with his inhibitive armor. He saw a shadowy form slink into his own booth. The glint of white teeth flashed across the darkened table in a cold smile, and a pair of yellow feline eyes fixed on him. Kiernan Treplin, you're a hard guy to get a hold of. Male voice. Deep voice. Unfamiliar voice. That was a problem. The rhino turned slowly to face the feline, one hand on his glass and the other on the table. I didn't speak to you on the comm, he growled, his own voice deeper and considerably more gravelly. I spoke to James. Fox. Little guy with a cybernetic arm and a penchant for musical theater. Not a fighter. His muscles tensed as he prepared himself to fight. The blades embedded in each of his armor's arms could be extended quickly, 
if he tensed just right. More of those teeth were exposed to the dim light of the booth as the feline across from Treplin grinned wider. You think a guy like that wants to come in person to a world like Weiragar Minor? Don't be stupid, buddy. James gets me to clear up his more unsavory business deals. Very slowly, a blackfurred paw emerged from the shadows beneath the table. In its light grip was a sheet of paper. I'm to deliver this to you. With a frown, Treplin snatched the sheet of paper out of the feline's paw. Even as he did, he felt a whisper of motion glance across the back of his hand. A brief and tiny jolt of pain pricked him, and he growled at the cat even before he looked at the sheet. What the fuck was that? he demanded. A warmth began to spread through his hand even as he spoke. Kash the venom, the grinning feline replied as he slipped back from the booth. The rhino, comparatively, stayed perfectly still. A strong paralytic. James isn't too happy with the way you handled your business, Kiernan. There's a force of his about to storm the corvette you brought, the one still in orbit. He thinks that's sufficient compensation for the damages you inflicted on him last time you met in person. As the feline slipped out of the booth, he stepped into the light. He was a panther, clad top to toe in loose-fitting dark brown cloth. Across the back of his left paw, Treplin could see a particularly sharp point that had emerged from his sleeve. An assassin? He sent a fucking assassin? The heat started to spread up along his arm. It was rage that kept him in his seat, rather than the venom. The panther just shrugged. The grin had never left his face. Don't feel bad, buddy. It'll be a peaceful way to go. Better than your boss suffered at any rate. With that, he turned and began to walk away. He didn't get much farther under his own power. With a roar of anger, Treplin stood up and tossed the booth itself aside. The table ripped free of the ground and flipped up through the air. It slammed into the panther's back, and he grunted as he was knocked down to the ground. Treplin charged right out of the shadows as the other patrons of the tavern turned to the sounds. Not one raised a blaster or made a sound. No one would, unless one of the fighters made a business proposition regarding their opponent. With a grunt of exertion, the panther pushed himself away from the remains of the table and rolled himself onto his back. He was just in time, too, as the hidden blades in the arms of Treplin's armor extended from beneath his wrists. The rhino dived down at the assassin, but the feline was too quick. The blades buried themselves in the faux wooden floorboards, and Treplin himself thudded as he landed on them instead of on his attacker, who rolled back and up onto his footpaws, the grin gone completely from his features as he spun on the enraged pirate boss. He danced to the side as the rhino swung one of his legs around in a wild kick before he lithely leaped up onto Treplin's back. The rhino bucked hard in an attempt to shake the panther off, but only succeeded in launching the assassin right up. When he came back down, the panther kicked out with both footpaws and slammed them into the back of Treplin's head. He bounced right off and landed in a crouch atop the bar as the rhino pulled his head up out of the broken floorboards. He pulled himself upright and wrenched his blades free of the floor as the panther edged closer. A quick swing with his right arm was dodged swiftly, and the panther darted forward again to deliver a quick kick to the kneeling rhino's face even as his left arm drew back for another swing. The blow knocked Treplin to the side and barely missed his eye, but it didn't quite stop his swing. The blade slid across the panther's front and didn't even cut through his clothes, but the rhino's armored fist hit cleanly. The panther folded over awkwardly under the blow and tumbled off to the side, and he came to rest against another booth as the rhino pulled himself upright again. Dazed, the panther barely registered the angry pirate boss stalking toward him until two metal hands gripped at his sides and lifted him up high off the ground. Then he blinked and groaned and looked down into Treplin's eyes. <clears throat> Hell of a left hook. Nice throw. Not a fucking tenth of what I'm gonna do to you, the rhino roared, and Spittle showered the panther's scrunched up face with the force of the yell. Antidote, you little shit. You gotta have some on you. The barest hint of movement caught the corner of the rhino's eye, and one of his arms lifted from the panther's side to catch the swipe of his left arm. 
The panther grunted as his arm was pinned against the edge of the booth with its needle pointed right up at the ceiling. He struggled harder against Triplin's grip, even as the rhino smirked at him. Venom's not stopping me yet, you fuck! So you'd best go about getting me an antidote before I make damn sure you die painfully before me! When the feline failed to reply, Treplin lifted him up by his trapped arm and shifted his other hand to the assassin's throat. He closed his fingers tightly around it, and he leaned in near enough to touch his forehead to the panther's. Sure you don't got something to tell me? As hard as he struggled, the panther wasn't quite able to break free of the rhino's grasp. Despite the dose of the venom delivered into the pirate boss's bloodstream, it didn't appear to be weakening his grip any. Finally, as he hissed for air through the tight grip on his throat, he curled his muzzle into a snarl. Let me down. Can't help. Up here. With a thin smile, Treplin pulled the cat off the wall and swung him down to the floor. His grip slipped from the killer's face to his chest, and he pinned him there as he kept the needle-bearing arm well off to the side. His left eye started to give him trouble. The kick the feline had delivered had caused a little swelling, but he could still see his prisoner clearly through the tunnel vision of his anger. So, this venom of yours, working the way you planned? For a few moments, the panther didn't reply. He spent those seconds catching his breath and kept his gaze locked on Treplin's face as he ceased to struggle. Not, not as well as I'd have liked, he admitted as he glanced over at the needle. Mental note, Toratrine males are particularly resistant to the paralytic effects. His gaze shifted back to the rhino as he tilted his head up. The venom travels through the blood, messing up your nerves as it goes. When it hits brain tissue, it sits, starts to erode your head, and prevents the cells from healing. Kills pretty soon after that. You might not be paralyzed, but you're still a dead rhino walking. Triplin rolled his eyes as he squeezed tightly at the panther's shirt. He pulled him up from the ground slightly before he slammed him back down again. When the assassin stopped groaning, he leaned in close. Antidote, you proud little fucker. You're only going to breathe for as long as I do. How much time that means you got? It's up to you. As he muttered under his breath, the panther shook his head. No antidote, he finally replied, and his eyes widened as Treplin's grip grew tight on him again. Wait, wait! No antidote, no, but there's a way. He kept himself silent until the rhino's grip loosened up again, before he took a slow breath. Blood. It's in your blood, traveling into your brain. If you can up your heart rate... Keep your blood flow quick. It'll break down. It won't be able to settle in your brain. It's only potent for a few minutes, half an hour at most. The rhino grinned. If all I gotta do is fight for half an hour, then that's gonna be easy. He looked up at the others in the tavern, and suddenly no eyes wanted to meet him. So, who wants to go a couple of rounds with me? Long as we both come out of it alive, I'll pay you whatever you want. The patrons of the tavern did exactly what anyone would when faced with the sight of a heavily armored rhino and the prospect of fighting him. They bolted. Treplin couldn't do anything but watch as they filtered toward the exits, tied up as he was with the panther underneath him. He muttered a curse under his breath as he glanced back down at the feline. Ideas? Remember, your ass is on the line here, too. That feline just shrugged as he resumed his weak struggle against the rhino's too tight grip. Treplin felt his blood start to boil with anger as he looked over the assassin again. If he got himself out of that mess, the rhino knew exactly what he'd do to the panther beneath him. And then he'd go after James, that lying little fuck, and he'd... That lying fuck, that lying little fuck! Treplin grinned down at the panther. Ding. Idea. It was hardly a warm expression, and the cat redoubled his efforts to escape the moment his eyes fell on it. Oh no, he muttered as he squirmed. Look, whatever you just got in your head, I don't want any part in it. You can just go start a riot outside or... Ah! Hey, put me down! His prisoner hoisted up high over his head 
Treplin trudged over towards the bar in the middle of the tavern. Just a tick, he growled back through his grin. He reached up along the feline's needle before his prey could think to bring it to bear again and snapped it off at the base with a quick flick of his wrist. The small canister strapped to the panther's wrist he left. It wasn't exactly a threat without the needle to stab through his armor and hide. Then he gripped the feline's middle with both hands, lifted him high, and slammed him down atop the bar counter. The counter, real wood rather than the fake stuff used for the floorboards, cracked and snapped under the force of the drop. Glasses and bottles tumbled out from beneath it as the panther fell through the top of the counter and the shelf beneath it, though the remainder of the structure remained intact around and beneath him. He sprawled out across the broken wood, arms and head dangling off one side of the bar while his legs draped over the outside. Ugh, was the only sound he was capable of making as he tried to sit up. He began to struggle a whole lot more when Treplin pulled his legs apart and stepped forward between them. That nasty little grin stayed on the rhino's face as the panther winced and looked down his body. Oh, hey now, listen buddy, this isn't going to work. You're gonna shut up, Treplin interrupted with a grunt as he shifted his grip to the panther's shoulder. One hand came down to his armor and he began to unbuckle the equipment around his waist as he kept his eyes on his would-be killer. Else your muzzle's gonna be put to use instead. Don't think for a second you'll be talking anytime soon if I do, buddy. I ain't of a mind to be gentle. A mechanical whir emerged from Treplin's legs, and the panther sat up a little higher as he tried to get a look. The rhino's intentions became crystal clear as the armor over his legs split down the middle and retracted. He stepped forward and clear out of them, and the hand that had opened the armor was quick to yank down lightly at the waistband of the black pants he wore beneath it. The assassin's eyes widened, his jaw a little slack as Treplin fished out his half-hard malehood, and his gaze quickly shifted up to the rhino's face again. Oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. That's just not gonna work. With a roll of his eyes, the pirate boss brought his fist up and slammed it down across the panther's face again. The blow wasn't that hard, but the gauntlet still hit sharply enough to knock his head around. Shut up, he muttered as his thick fingers began to play along that now considerably thicker length of black flesh. It responded easily to the rhino's touch, and he grinned wider down at the panther as he worked himself up quickly. You want to live, yeah? Gotta keep my blood pumping then, don't we? Life's not going to be worth living if I'm split from the ass up. The panther protested even as he worked his jaw from side to side. His eyes focused on Treplin as the rhino reached over the bar, and he frowned as his captor snatched up a little bottle. Now what the fuck are you doing? Ain't gonna fit easy without a little help, am I? Replied the rhino as he waggled the bottle in front of the panther's eyes. Oil. Stuff to keep the bar machinery running. Biodegradable. Probably not the best slick stuff for this, but it ain't gonna hurt you. Well, no more than I am anyway. He leaned forward and over the panther with a growl as he held the bottle a little higher. So you're gonna choose right now. Am I gonna fuck you with it? Or are you gonna struggle some more and make me take what I need without it? I don't gotta offer you this kindness. Even as the heat from the venom continued to flood through Treplin's body, the feline looked down along himself. He glanced back and forth between that considerable shaft and the bottle of oil held in the pirate boss's hand, and he gritted his teeth. Finally, he nodded up to the bottle as the last of the panther's fight drained away. And I guess I'll take that kindness, he growled. And a little bit more, sides, the rhino replied with a quiet chuckle. He set the bottle on the counter and extended the blade from his armored wrist again and startled the assassin with a quick downward thrust that stabbed right between his prisoner's legs. It sliced down through the brown fabric that protected his modesty, missing all the vital bits by a fraction of an inch. He pulled the blade back towards himself and he gouged a trench in the remains of the bar as he tore through the feline's thin clothing. Treplin retracted the blade as he pushed that empty hand back down on the feline's chest. His other hand snatched up the bottle, and he pulled the top off with his teeth as he held the assassin down. It didn't much matter. The panther had stopped struggling, though Treplin could definitely feel his captive's racing heart pounding against his chest. He just grinned wider down at his prey as he simply upended the bottle above his shaft, dousing it in the slick amber fluid. He didn't stop until the whole bottle was drained, and a slight groan slipped past his muzzle as he stroked it over every inch of his male hood. 
You ready to help save my life? He asked as he winked down at the feline. There was no chance for the assassin to reply. His muzzle opened, but all that emerged was a long, deep groan as the pirate boss hunched over him and ground forward, mashing the head of that fat shaft firmly between his cheeks. The oil was good, and it did its job as soon as Triplin found his mark. That groan from the feline transmuted instantly to a long, sharp hiss as he felt his tail ring spread wide to make room for a good few inches of rhino. Treplin grunted quietly to himself as he kept one hand firmly pressed down atop the panther's chest, the other gripped tightly at the feline's hip. He continued to grin down at the squirming killer beneath him as he worked his way forward in short, sharp little thrusts, gradually shoving himself deeper and deeper inside the panting panther. Aw, it ain't so bad, he said as the feline managed to glance up at him. Feels just fine to me. That'd be because you're going to nudge my fucking lungs before much longer, the panther snarled back, but his hyperbole was cut off by a fresh yelp of surprise as the rhino thrust forward again. It was no little buck of his hips, though. That thrust was a long, deep push that sank the remaining inches of Treplin's length into his new toy's almost too snug confines. Oh, fuck! That's the plan, Treplin replied with a chuckle as he ground himself firmly up against his prey's exposed backside. There was nothing left for him to give. Every inch of his impressive shaft pulsed and throbbed against the inner walls of the male who'd tried to kill him, and that thought sent a fresh pulse of anger through Treplin, but he pushed it aside for the moment. His heart was beating plenty fast, striving to supply enough blood to his firmly embedded malehood, and that was all he needed. It'd keep him going long enough to get through the effects of the toxin. Still, nothing was going to be accomplished by simply wriggling up against that pert backside, no matter how deliciously it pushed and squeezed back down along his shaft. Damned if he ain't the tightest thing I stuck my dick in, though. He muttered as he pulled himself slowly back from those clenching muscles, and he thought he caught a brief sigh of relief from the panther beneath him. That sigh turned instantly into a grunt, echoed by the rhino as he thrust back in again with enough force to rock the remains of the bar. His hips twitched back again, drawing away and, pulling his male hood out slightly, thrust again. Treplin moved slowly, slower perhaps than he really wanted to. The last thing he needed was to break the feline beneath him, though. If one round wasn't going to be enough to purge the venom from his body, he needed his would-be killer in a position to be taken again. His hips moved smoothly, belying the tight grip he kept on the panther as he slid back and forth. Something caught his eye, though, and it slowed his thrust down further as he smirked. "'Well, hell, look at you!' he said as he hilted himself firmly enough to draw a fresh gasp from the assassin. He twisted his wrist and brought his thumb around to stroke lightly along the lifted fabric above the panther's concealed sheath. "'I'll be damned! You're getting off on this!' The words were enough to spark a fresh physical response out of the panther and Treplin growled as the extra struggle set his prisoner squirming around his buried shaft. Not my first time, he snapped back, as his own hidden shaft continued to slide free. And lucky me, else you'd probably rip me open. <clears throat> his words were cut off, body clenched again as he felt the rhino pump his hips one more time, spearing that thick length deep into his body. He likes it, Treplin crowed, and he leaned further over the panther with a smug grin and a fresh, firm thrust. Ha! Knew you were holding out on me. He gave the panther's side a sharp little slap as his grin grew wider still. Well, if and you like a good stuff and you're gonna love this. No sooner were the words out of his muzzle than the rhino started to take the panther in earnest. His eyes narrowed as his hips jerked smoothly back and forth, and his shaft pulsed heavily against squeezing muscles as he worked himself down and into his captive. He felt his prey leaking copiously now, adding just that little bit of extra slickness to Treplin's already oil-lubed malehood. The sudden increase of pace wasn't lost or unappreciated by the panther, though he continued to squirm and tug away from the pirate boss. His breath caught in his throat as the rhino all but rammed against him with surprisingly smooth bucks. His backside burned, stretching far beyond anything he had ever experienced before or dared to imagine taking. His legs spread out of their own accord, driven apart by the sparks of sensation emanating from deep inside his body. 
Those parted legs only invited Treplin to shuffle closer, and the rhino moved in as he released his pushing hand from the feline's chest. Instead, he took one of the panther's shoulders in his meaty grip, and he snorted and grunted over the assassin's face as he pushed himself in harder against that already abused rump. Every squeeze, every pulse of extra tightness around his malehood was enough to spur him into another thrust, and every thrust was enough to earn him a fresh squeeze. The sheer volume of oil poured over Treplin's shaft made the going easy enough for him, but that couldn't be the case for the panther. His back arched against the bar, the wooden structures rocking, mixing with the squelch of an over-soaked spear of flesh driven hard, fast into the hilt inside his body. The scent of the bar had even changed, from blood and booze and sweat and grime, to musk and rut and sweat. He could even detect the scent of the alcohol Treplin had been drinking, as it washed down over his face with each of the rhino's panted breaths. Despite this, though, the feline couldn't help but notice that the sounds that came from him had changed. Gone were the hisses and wordless groans, replaced by shuddery moans and sharp growls of pleasure. The simple brown fabric over his lap was soaked through, and there was just no denying it. Treplin was right. He did like it, and the rhino knew it. He started to draw out his thrusts, lengthening them and slowing them down slightly. He felt the pleasure of simply pounding that not-so-snug-anymore tail hole fade away a little, replaced by something that didn't threaten to make him pop before he was ready. Treplin mashed his hips against the feline's backside, and he ground up against his toy each time before he pulled back again. One of the panther's paws came up, and it slid from his thigh up along his torn clothing. He pulled away the sliced-up fabric as he groaned, exposing his own malehood to the open air. He wrapped his fingers around his barbed length, squeezing at it for only a momentary spike of pleasure before he felt a sharp snap of pain against his paw. The rhino's fist knocked his fingers aside, forcing him to release his shaft with a grunt of surprise. Uh Ah-ah! Treplin growled with a smirk. He took the opportunity to give another hard, sharp thrust into the feline as he replaced that hand on the assassin's hip. Now this ain't for your benefit, he added, as he began to thrust just that much harder again. You ain't here to blow your load, buddy. You're here to take mine. Keep my heart going. The admonishment was enough to keep the panther's sore paw down and bring a little more defiance to his eye, but it wasn't enough to make him actually do anything more. He couldn't move, he couldn't fight, and he sure couldn't pull himself away without Treplin doing something considerably worse to him. He still couldn't deny the pleasure either, as that fat shaft was driven deep as it could go inside him with each thrust. Places he didn't know he had were spread out around the pirate boss's length, and he moaned in spite of his position as he felt Treplin pick up the pace again. Those moans weren't a bad thing for Treplin. If anything, they were a sound to gauge his own pleasure. He felt the panther squeeze down tighter around him, punctuated by a grunt, or moan, or groan. His fingers squeezed down at his toy's hip and shoulder, his eyes closing once again as he grunted right on back, vocalizing his own pleasure at the sensation of his malehood being tugged at by the feline's loosening backside. Then the panther started to push down along the remains of the bar. He drew back when Treplin pulled his hips away, and he shuddered and shook as he drove himself down as best he could along the rhino's shaft. He twitched with every buck of his hips as he met his captor's thrusts. Jaw slack as his gasps and moans started to come at a higher pitch. Priya ran down the length of his shaft, and it glistened in the dim light of the tavern as he was taken. Treplin gave a heady moan as he felt that extra little bit of resistance to his thrusts, and any lingering thought to be gentle to the panther vanished in an onrushing wave of lustful need. His fingers tightened their grip on the feline as his moans slipped into a deep growl, and he leaned up further over the panther as he began to jerk his hips roughly back and forth. His speed picked up, and he all but ground the panther's back into the bar as he worked harder still. A brief spark of shame leapt through the assassin's mind as he felt his malehood throb and pulse, but that shame wasn't to last long. It was washed away as his pleasure reached its peak, completely overcoming the insanity of his situation. He cried out as his legs twitched and shook on either side of the rhino as that thick, hard length just kept slamming down into him. 
It only fueled the fire tide of pleasure pulsing through him, and he arched his back as the first spurt of his seed shot up and splattered against the rhino's breastplate. While his eyes might have been closed, Treplin's ears weren't, and he could easily feel the panther clenching down around him in his climax. It didn't stop the rhino, or even slow him down. He just kept pumping away, pounding at that squeezing passage as he fought off his own orgasm for as long as he could. One shot, then another, and then another all splashed across his armor, and streaked the near-black metal with spurts of white. Each clench of the feline's backside just pulled his male head deeper, like his body was just waiting for Treplin to blow. There was only so much he could resist, though. By the fourth trembling squeeze around his shaft, the rhino's control was just too afraid to keep himself from the edge. His thrusts picked up further, and he pounded harder still against that so-hot rump before him. The spurts of the panther up across his armor started to fade by the time Treplin's roar rang out through the tavern, as he pushed himself in as deep and far as he could go. He didn't just stop there, though, as the first thick pulse of his load shot into the squeezing depths of the feline beneath him. His thrusts just grew longer and harder. Treplin drew back to the tip with each surge of his seed, and each pulse of his shaft marked another hard, rough thrust into his prey's abused backside. He grunted with each one, and his whole body tingled with pleasure as he rutted right through his orgasm. It wasn't until his own climax had begun to wind down that Treplin's hips stopped to rest, but not before he drew completely out and thrust all the way back down to the hilt. The feline gasped and writhed for a moment after that one, and the rhino's muzzle curled into a grin as he ground up against that vigorously bred backside. Well now, buddy, ain't you just a good little fuck? He glanced down at his wrist and tapped a small panel with a finger, and the panel slid away to reveal a small display that read the local time to him. Hmm, been at it a good nearly 40 minutes here. Reckon that's enough time to get this shit out of my system? The panther didn't reply. He was still squirming against the bar, twitching as the remains of his own load ran down the underside of his shaft. His eyes blinked as he tried to focus on anything other than the aftershocks of the pounding he'd just received. Finally, he lifted his head and managed to offer a... Probably? Treplin pursed his lips as he leaned back and glanced down, in time to catch a little dribble of white escaping from the feline's backside. He grinned and shrugged as he lifted his head again, and that grin grew as the panther began to very quickly sober up. Probably? Well, now that ain't gonna do it for me. I ain't of a mind to die on where I got fucking minor. I guess, he added as his meaty hands gripped again at the wide-eyed feline. We just ain't done yet. This has been Poison by Fiora Meridian. Read to you by White Yodi. <laughs>